What up, niggas? And welcome to episode 67 of Punks Under Pressure Podcast. I am B.A. And I am Jimmy. Oh, that's it? Yes. <laughs> new, new, new era. Diddy? Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> you your Diddy area? <laughs> your Diddy yes. era? <laughs> yes. It's, an, it's, an, it's a new era. <laughs> and like always, be, be sure to write and leave us a comment wherever you listen to. Hit us up on Twitter at PunksPod, hashtag PogPunks. Email us at PunksUnderPressure at gmail.podpunks at gmail.com <laughs> make sure you rate it's greatly appreciated wherever you're listening to and um i know we've been gone longer than our normal two weeks but we got y'all isn't that what uh uh where Issa Rae worked at on Issa Curry? yeah i got you we got y'all yes <laughs> that, that was so uh like um what's the word people be using um woke no, it wasn't woke for white people to come up with it. <laughs> it was very like, uh, what's the word? Um, oh, microaggression. Is that what it is? Microaggression. Yes. It's a microaggression. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I, I actually, I actually don't. So, cause okay, so I know, we, I know we haven't started the show for real, but I actually don't know what microaggression is. I think it's like I don't necessarily. Okay, so um, today we're gonna be talking about some scammers. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about Darius Cooks, Patrice Colors, um, and then we know we always gonna talk about our sex crime shit, uh, news stories that you came here for. A woman accused of having sex in a courthouse. A man dies trying to bury his wife. Um, an update on the Don Lemon uh, situation that we previously didn't cover on this show. We did. We did not. But there's an you update sure? on it. We did not previously cover that. The original huh. story. I don't think we I did. Don't... I don't remember I don't, covering it. I don't know how we didn't, but if we didn't... There's an outcome to it that we need to report. I'm shocked. And I also have the real tea on why Young Thug got called on RICO charges. But first... Alleged. All these alleged. Are, all, all these stories are alleged. All these stories... Well, we have news articles. I'm reporting the news. Look, Tasha K had had news articles too. See what happened? No, Tasha K was just straight up lying on people. So we just we gonna be on be on. There was no article that said Cardi B had uh, herpes. There was no article that said that. So that was her ass. But anyways, how has your month been? My month has been tumultuous. I I will admit, tumultuous girl. (laughs) <laughs> what happened? So if, you wanna sh- if you don't want to share, because, it, because it's not, it's, it hasn't been bad. But I'm just going through, you know, at a, you know, in your life, you turn into a crossroads, and you just start looking at stuff differently. Your your duty phase, yeah. And so, um, the reign of terror has 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 returned. So, meaning that a lot of people have been getting cussed out, um. Because at this point, I'm just not into everybody's bullshit. Because I'm always like, let's be, I'm gonna be keep it real. With the shit that's going on in the world, life is too short. Mm-hmm. So Basically. I ain't really, I so I ain't really trying to be into my, nobody's bullshit. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I did go on a, I did go on a friend date Friday. A friend date. What's yeah. that? So I met so this I met this couple I met this dude that's part of a couple of a jack. And so I knew he was I knew he had a, I knew he was in a, I knew he was a couple. Mm-hmm. So I met him and his um partner at 
for drinks. We didn't we didn't do anything sexual, but we just met up at um the battle, which is down the street from the house. Okay. So um we had a good good time. Like I said, no sex was involved. Um, we actually had drinks, got to know them. Um, they just moved to Georgia maybe a few months ago. They were trying to actually mm-hmm. find friends and hang out with people mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it was fun. Other than that, I did a couple of birthday parties. Um, shout out to everybody, everybody birthday party I went to. Y'all know, I can't remember y'all name right now. Um, also, <laughs> rand- randomly, you know how people on Twitter say people treat you differently? What if we have pretty privilege and all that shit, and you have a body and all that stuff? Yeah, that conversation ain't came up on Twitter in about a couple of weeks, but yeah. I know okay, so I'm idea. surprised. So, so, so I actually saved this for this show. Uh-huh. So, a lot of people know that I do work out, and a lot of people know that I have gained a nice body thanks to COVID, and I will admit thanks to COVID. Um, I have experienced the I have experienced the privilege of people treat me differently now. Because of the newfound body. Oh. So the birthday, <laughs> so the birthday party that I went to, uh-huh. um, years ago I had issues with people at this particular friend's party, so I rather didn't go. Uh huh. This time around, show a little titty. Got like a little you body. doing now? Yeah. <laughs> it's all your shirts cut like that now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everything, look, everything, 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 everything is titty out. Everything is titty out. <laughs> all this stuff. Yes. So, but everybody was asked where I got the shirt from. So, uh-huh. mind you, the shirt that I got, I got the shirt from Amazon, uh-huh. and I got it from, and I got the shirt idea from my friend Lorenzo, that's friends with Frequency and all this stuff. Because so mm-hmm. I told him like, y'all want the shirt. Where you get it from? I'm wearing it to some party. Right. Gave it to me. Shout out to Lorenzo. So they were like, yo, your shirt, you look good. Shirt, your shirt nice. Where you get the shirt from? Mm-hmm. People kiss me on my cheek and stuff, give me hugs. And you know that, li- that long lingering hug. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was just, I'm I'm lowly trying to feel on your ass, but not really feel on your ass kind of hug. Yeah. So I, I got that. So I was like, oh, this is different. Cool. Okay. This is different. Now, this is where the shit gets differently. Mm-hmm. Go to the gym. People start having conversations with you at the gym now. Mm-hmm. About, oh, when you, like, I miss you in the gym. Where you been at? Oh, people start I'm like, huh? I noticed that, too. When I, when I did go to, like, a L.A. fitness and shit, like, niggas did, when, when I started, like, getting, like, toned and shit, yeah. even, even the straight niggas started talking. When they found out I could play basketball and shit, they'll start talking to you and stuff. I miss going to the basketball and, and getting my booty pushed up on so so the, the, <laughs> that's so gay know, it's gay Let me stop. So, <laughs> so i went so i go to two different gyms two different la fitnesses uh-huh and both questions like where you been at? i ain't seen you in a long time where you been i see you you i know you used to come in the morning you come in the afternoon now so i'm like damn you know my schedule that sounds like it off. like played it off so Saturday, and I will admit, I wear the I wear the whole shit to the gym. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, oh, so it's the shirts a lot. The shirts I will admit are like this. Y'all can't see it on the, on the podcast, but my titties is out. So, <laughs> and my shorts are kind of tight because I have a big ass and thighs. So and my gym, gym, yeah. So my gym crush, all of a sudden, spoke to me on Saturday. I know he's straight. I already know that. He was like, hey, I ain't seen you in a minute. 
Where you been? Do I know right, you? Huh? We don't talk. We don't, so we we because you know usually we do the nigga nod. Okay. Because it started with the okay. nigga nod. You know. That's what the, it, it, the, it does start with the that. dap, the 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 you know the dap and all that shit. So it turns into like, hey, I ain't seen you in a minute. Where you been at? Because you usually go to the at the other location. I ain't seen you that minute. I'm like, nah, I go certain times of night. So we actually certain times of day. So we actually had a full conversation about working out. And how I like to go to this certain gym and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, niggas do treat you differently. And, and a lot of people deny, but they really do treat you differently. And I told um, Lou this a couple months ago when we were record shopping. Like, people asked, people have really treated me differently now. And I will, I will admit I've taken advantage of it. I'm not going to lie to you. I work hard for this shit. I'm take advantage of it, but it is our opening to see that people really do that. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I ain't been. I'll give it. Did you get rid of? No, mm. I ain't been. I've, that's what I've been doing over here, being a parent. <laughs> being a parent to this uh, dog. He about to die because he keep eating rubber. He keep eating the fucking doorstop. So I have him like sometimes like when when I don't want him to like uh when I don't feel, feel like him being like up under me, I can like section him off into the foyer area of my apartment. And like but in the foyer it's also the doorstop. And he's been nibbling on that and biting on it. And he also bit like and ate like two of my gibbets off of my crocs. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. And that's why that motherfucker be thirsty all the time, because the motherfucker eating rubber. Child, they gonna call CPS. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to ask something real dumb, and I apologize ahead of time. Is he is he teething? Do dogs teething? You, 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 no, he absolutely is teething. And okay. I think the vet set me up because the vet got talking about uh, get him some frozen carrots, girl. I get so it, 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 you probably think, and I'm sure everybody was somebody like he don't have no toys. He has plenty of toys, but he still choose to eat the fucking doorstop. And, and and the vet set me up talking about give him some frozen carrots. Girl, I gave him some frozen carrots. When that shit get unfrozen, that shit goes all over my fucking house, all over my rug. Yes. I was like, oh, girl, I'm going to cut you out of this. Somebody go to the vet for telling me to do this shit. But I be giving him like frozen pineapples and frozen things and he's teething. It's getting a lot better. He's stopping uh, right. biting this shit. Uh, he hasn't had any accidents in the house in weeks and stuff. It's just, that's all I've been doing. I do know that I'm ready to move out of this high rise though. Now that I have a dog, and when this lease is up, I'm definitely moving. Like the 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 love of this apartment really kept me from moving to Atlanta in February. I ain't gonna be honest. I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna hold you. Like that's really what it was. Like, and then they didn't go up on my rent either. I was like, I can't move. I gotta stay here. But mm-hmm. with this dog, I'm definitely getting up out of here. Coming down 25 uh, floors to take him out and stuff and. And he's not just a trained dog yet. Like he's still a puppy, so he hyper and he love white women and always want to jump on white women. It's like, girl, and they love uh, golden doodles, and he they just always want to play. I'm like, girl, he's not out here to play. We out here to use the restroom and go back upstairs. It's just it's not um. He's not um. What's the word I'm looking for? To do the dog part right. I can't think of the word. All his shots. Yeah. So he's he doesn't have all his shots yet. He has one more round. We're going we we do go to the dog park, but I I take a little late at night or early in the morning 
um when there's no other dogs around and there we go to the one that's like kind of like nobody else to go to but i don't take them to the dog park that's like in my apartments on the rooftop because okay. that, that shit nasty I ain't I, i'm not even walking on that oh wow and and that's what i'm saying i'm not i want to move from downtown because he be walking around downtown downtown nasty and stuff and 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 i got i got these little dog wipes that every time we come in i gotta wipe his feet off and shit it is a lot <laughs> like having a fucking no, it, it's definitely not like having a child let me not say that but um <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of responsibility that's why i say should you should gotta go fish on a turtle it is some responsibility it is it, it, gotta huh you should got a goldfish or a turtle or a cat. Child, and that motherfucker eats and drinks. Uh, mm-hmm. But other than that, I ain't been doing nothing. Just uh, working. Like, you know, work. I don't really be on Twitter that much. Even though it seems like work is super, super slow. But because work is slow, everybody is just bored and everybody nitpicking shit. And it's just really getting on my nerve. And I'm, I be on the verge of almost cussing somebody out every day now. Twitter? No, on at work. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like shit. So, you did you catch Drag Race? Yes. Drag Race All Star Seven is amongst us, and they get dropped two episodes. They dropped two episodes with uh, who? Jinx Monsoon, Raja, Monet Exchange, um, Jada Essence Hall. That's Hall. Uh, Shay Kool Aid, uh, Evie Oddly, and uh, we're missing the Vivian. The Vivian. Who else did we miss one? No, that's it. That's it. I think that's yeah. it. That's it. It's not yeah. that many of them. It's and eight. the first episode um, was kind of boring. It's kind of boring. Um, I I hate that it's not going to be an, an elimination. I think the girls should get eliminated. But I think they, I think that's the only way that they could get those egos to sign up, though. So I was, <laughs> so because um, I was talking like me and Tony was watching it. Well, let's say for like, okay, hold on. First, let's preface. Hold on. This this season is all winners. It is it, made up of um, uh, the girls who's won past seasons. They're all in one season competing against each other. Right. Um. Because, yeah, something just in case people not watching it. Right. Um, <laughs> so, me and Tony, Tony and I was watching it, and he was like, every all star should be like this. I'm like, absolutely not. Only way, only reason why I will, I will allow it for all stars for the all winners, because it's, it would, to me, in my opinion, it would be hard to send someone home where all of them are actually good. With regular all stars, a right. bitch need to go home. A bitch can go home. Pre- Absolutely, because she was because she was not prepared for all stars. Even though it was good to see them, I'm not gonna mention no. I'm not gonna mention no queens names. But it was good. <laughs> it was good to see them. But they was not prepared for all stars. It was time for them to go home. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy the first episode with Naomi Campbell to see her. Um, because a lot of a lot of the gays have learned how to walk because of Naomi Campbell, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um. But it is kind of interesting that no one is going home. I don't but like it. But but they're blocking people from getting their um. And then the, stars. the um, second episode was the snatch game, which I had said I had predicted the first episode was going to be the snatch game, in which it should have been. Um, 
I thought this Snatch game was really good, and I hope like a lot of people. I hope the girls take notes and start doing prosthetics with their um, Snatch with their, game characters. With their Snatch game characters, like uh, Raja. I think people were so love with in love with Jinx Mushroom and the Judy Garland. It was great. It really was. But I think the winner mm -hmm. was Raja. Let me tell you something. When I googled okay. Diana Veerman, I fucking hollered. Yeah, she looks like that. I fucking holler and I watch YouTube videos and, and she oh my god <laughs> That shit was funny. And I but, but I also did live for Jinx read to Candy Muse when she said it was a sandwich that <laughs> the Candy Muse is a steak and eggs between two pork chops. I was like, yes, read that bitch. <laughs> So I with the with the snatch game. <laughs> Monet Monet did good to me. For um, Mike Tyson. For Mike Tyson. Um Jada, which is so so I watched it again. <coughs> so the so the first time I watched Jada do Prince, I was like, it's funny, but then when I second watch it again, like, oh, she really is bombing, but we don't really know because she has so much confidence in the shit. Oh, yeah, she's like a motherfucker. But she has so much confidence that like, I know I'm bombing, but you like, and I ain't gonna tell. But that's kind of shit that you do on Snatch Game. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're bombing, but don't show that you're bombing. Um, who else? It was another thing. Um, so my old ass knew who Madam was when Roger did Madam, when Roger okay. did Madam. Because I, I, had only, I had only seen that <laughs> character before. I have never heard of it, knew anything about it, but I have seen it. So, pictures of it. I'm, since I'm an old bitch, I'll <laughs> let you know. Um, I know of Madam of the show called Solid Gold. Okay. Which was, which Solid Gold was like a pop white, um, almost like American Bandstand, but Soul Train. But it came in like in the 80s. So, uh, Madam, I know you never heard of Solid Gold, because even somebody's <laughs> like, I never heard of Solid Gold. So, um, so it was like a dance show, basically like Soul Train in America okay. Dance Stamp. And it had Dion Warrior as the host. And Madam used to be on there as a guest, as like doing the hosting. And the jokes that Roger was doing, the shit that was, Madam was doing. Hmm. Um, it took me a minute to figure out who Vivian, the Vivian was. But I was like, oh, that's the chick from... I didn't say any. Her, I didn't say any of her characters, but um, who it was. It was very British. If they were given, um, if they had to go do eliminations, um, who do you think would go home? I think it would be uh, Evie and Jada from that season, from the episode, mm -hmm. from the episodes that we've seen. Who do you think would be should be eliminated It'll, if they were doing eliminations? I would go with yours. To be quite honest with you, and I like, and I love, and I love Evie, and I love Jada, but I would go with. You know, go towards Evie. I don't see it. I, I, I just don't see what y'all. It's just, I, hey, I mean, because I, I will say this, and I, I will give her props for sticking. Also, give her props maybe for because to her drag. I will give her props for sticking to her drag. Sticking and to maybe her drag, because but... I never watched that season though that she won. That that, that season like the lost season for me. So that's the season with um Silky Banji. Vanjie, um, Akira, who I call Lisa Ray, mm -hmm. Brooklyn Heights, which was a good good cast. Um, Roger O'Hara, all of them. That was a good ass cast. Um, but Evie, to me, she's. If you're gonna do your, if you're gonna do your, if that's your brand. That's your brand. I'm glad you're sticking to that. But 
when you got other girls that to me have elevated their drag right. a little bit, even Monet, because I know in the past we had Dollar Alpha a drag. It's elevated now. It's elevated for her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, you we've seen this before on your regular season. This is all this is all stars, all winners. We want to elevate it. Um, I will say who I'm surprised to see, quite honest with you. Excuse me, because I'm what I wasn't familiar with them, um, the Vivian, but watching her videos, like, oh yeah, this bitch is that's that's to me is gonna be a secret the secret weapon. Well, we shall see <clears throat> week after week after week. We'll see, and we'll report it right here for you. Shout so, out to my girl Trinity, by the way. Trinity Tup. Yes. Okay. So, getting into um, today's bullshit. Now, I know you've heard of uh, Darius Cooks, right? Who well, hasn't heard of him? <laughs> Well, you may have heard about Darius Travoy Williams, who goes by Darius Cooks. Oh, uh, hold up. Uh-uh. Uh, not the whole, not the whole name. <laughs> so, when, when, when I was looking not at this stuff, name. listen, listen, when, when I was looking at this stuff, I, I thought his real name was Darius Cooks, but Darius yes. Cooks is a play on cooking. I didn't know that. Yes. I, yes. I, I didn't, that, that's why I'm saying it, because I'm sure if I didn't know, some people, other people didn't know that. I thought Darius Cooks was his, that was his real name. Anyways, but he's uh, most known for being an internet sensation and uh, an influencer, a food personality with what I call his nigga recipes. You know, you remember when he made that cornbread cake with the collard green between the layers? So, the mashed, so potatoes, yeah. the mashed potatoes, the icing, the drizzled brown gravy, and it was garnished with fried chicken wing drummits. That, that, that's, that's, what's his, that, that was his claim to fame. And that's what I know him from, and mm-hmm. that's where I left him. And I've always thought, and, it, <laughs> and I always thought he was just the the dude online doing nigga shit with the food. He got about Hennessy and about seventy three percent of his recipes, his recipes, and that's how I found out about him. But apparently, it goes back before that. So for the last two years, he's been uh, bullied online for his shady bully practices, for his shady business practices. Now, I'm going to say his alleged shady business practices. Now, I'm going to say bullied because he was bullied, whether or not you agree or disagree with what he did. He was bullied. But like I said, I know him from the from doing nigga shit with the food, but apparently his tricks and scams go back to like 2011. A woman named Sonny Anderson, a black cookbook author and co-host of the Food Network, The Kitchen, invited Darius to be an on-air guest on her hit cooking show, For Real. <coughs> her hit show, Cooking For Real. That relationship turned sour after she says he misled his customers into believing that she was attached to his failed grocery delivery service called Fresh To Go, a business venture she originally declined to invest in. So I don't know. <laughs> so. I didn't know say? about that. I didn't know about it. I did, so I didn't know about <laughs> Grocery, the grocery delivery business, and <laughs> so, what year is this? Two thousand eleven. So this this was before Instacart and Amazon mm-hmm. and all of them 
start getting into the grocery business. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, God, am I going to take off of him? Bro, <laughs> I think I know where you're going. And let me say it. Let me say it. Okay. I, <clears throat> he has the following and the potential. And I'm just like, why not just do right by people? Allegedly. It's, it's allegedly. It's all there for you. All you got to do is just do right by people. So, so... Because so because why is that so hard? Okay, I'm sticking with this sticking with this part. Uh-huh. Um, it's because I had a discussion with a lot of a lot of my friends that that are were influencers that was doing bloggers when the before the influencer bubble mm-hmm. um blew came up. into blew up and all this stuff. About the pop, at, yeah. When <laughs> when um there is. In my, in my opinion, he came in at a time when everybody was doing influencing and all that stuff. The cake went viral. He was getting shine and all that stuff. Um, not, not even talking about his other alleged incidents. Are we good at that? I, I think every person that has started out being an influencer, not just Darius, I think everybody had the good intentions when they started, yes. started being an influencer started going being popular. I think they had great intentions. That reminds me of Sean King. Somewhere, yeah. Good intentions. They had good intentions. Somewhere along the line, I don't know the fame, the popularity got to the head. I don't know if they got greedy. I don't know. Allegedly. I'm going to say alleged with him. Mm -hmm. But somewhere, somewhere it went, somewhere it went wrong. Yeah. And, like, oh, go ahead, we, my bad. We, we could just maybe let's just see. So after he um he kind of like blew up after being on like her like show or whatever. Supposedly that's what was his like you know he blew up that in that cake and whoop to do. So he goes on to develop his own brand with over three million followers across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, now what I didn't know is that. He's not a classically trained chef. Which is fine. Which is fine. Absolutely fine. He sells cookbooks, hosts dinner series, and um, he has open restaurants that are now closed. But um, and that kind of should end the story there. Um, I hate to blame victims, but like sometimes like you have to understand like he's not even a chef. So you have to understand sometimes people angle. He's it's you know it's he, he he you could be a have a love for food and still do what he does but i mean sometimes the writing is just always there he is to do do a nigga shit with the food for likes and retweets that's all i thought thought it was i never knew he was this 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 businessman like i just thought he was a nigga doing nigga shit with the food and why oh, everybody else couldn't oh, leave my bad. i just so on, because on, because on paper and I'm gonna choose my words wisely. On paper, you want to believe in him. Like when you see when you see this, we see him, his story, the blow up. Mm-hmm. You see that he didn't go to school for this, and this is something that he loved, which is fine. Most most chefs these days don't go to school. They go to school for it, but most of them don't, even with the restaurants and all that stuff. In a way, you want to root for him. Candy and a and, chef. Right. Huh. How, Right. <laughs> how, 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 exactly. Lisa Vanderpump ain't a chef. Right, but they have restaurants. Hmm. But 
you want to root for somebody that, in their, in your opinion, work from the ground up, especially when it comes to black men. Black, and I'm not, and I'm not taking anything from black women, but black men is always when you see something positive because of that. That's the thing that we do. We see a black man doing good. We want to support him. We want to do all that. With that said, on paper, you will root for him. Mm-hmm. And I see why his father, and I still, and in my mind, not saying that anything he has done, unless he has done is right, but in my mind, I see why his following, his demographic, which with, I'm going to just keep it real, the aunties. No, go ahead and call them what you called them. The aunties with the diabetic aunties. <laughs> I love that. We root for him. They root for him, and they and they they take off him because in their mind they see the, the old age. Y'all trying to tear a black man down. So that's I, I'm gonna get into that. So this is jumping ahead. So his okay. ex has a YouTube uh, uh, channel. Yeah. And um, you know, for whatever it is, you have a YouTube channel and about 90% of it is about Darius. So clearly we see what you trying to do, but at the end of the day, I don't think he lied. <laughs> but the boyfriend, but the ex-boyfriend did say that a lot of, some of his, uh, the, follow, his, the women that follow him think that they can like make him straight. Like he's going to be like, they could date him eventually or something like that. And I was like, that's an interesting angle. I never would have thought about that, but I can see I can see that diabetic auntie crowd do give that. Because so because they see a man that uh, they see a thick man they cook, they think he look like Jerry Levert. Mm-hmm. They think <laughs> shit. They think he's Jerry Levert. But <laughs> Jerry Levert they could cook. And it's, <clears throat> it's the thing about it, like I said earlier, they see a good black man that happens to like men. And they think they could change him. Like, he just need a Child. good thing in his life. Not even black women. Like the old uh, correction officer that killed her damn self behind the goddamn uh, the damn uh, prisoner. You know right. the, the the woman who helped yeah. the man escape? Girl, what is you doing? Ruining, ruining her life. Getting ready to retire. Girl, baby, ain't no man out here in this world. They work all your life. Finna get a good retirement. Ain't gotta work no more. Now you dead. Trying to save somebody. But anyway, let's get back to this shit. So, so everything seemed to be going okay. But, but, but like you said, everything, he, uh, people get too ambitious. And he decided to start a credit repair business. <laughs> so credit look, repair... A lay scam one-on-one. So a credit repair business above 701 Incorporated, um, he was like sued... Uh, for violating Georgia uh, Fair Business Practices Act. He was um, ordered to pay $110,000 in customer restitution and $35,750 of a civil penalty to the state of Georgia. And what they were saying was that he was um, claiming that he can remove people um, bankruptcies and like um, like federal liens and something some type of stuff that he that i think they 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 said that he knew that he couldn't do and that he deceived people and that's why he had to pay up so i'm gonna get so get into that for one i never knew that um 
up and when I heard the story, I never knew that credit repair was illegal in Georgia. Number one. So hold on. Um, is it? But see, I remember you telling me that. But see, when I was reading up on it, it never really said that it was. Maybe I missed it, but I don't think it said it was illegal. I think they they got him for being um, deceitful in his practices. So, so a lot of folks. Um, let me Google that. I'll come back to you because I remember. The, I remember. I, re, I remember them saying in the news that it's illegal to have a credit repair service in Georgia. Oh, to do is I remember that it is Georgia, child. but but the <laughs> point is about it. so again, I'm, like I said, legal on paper, legally on paper. I didn't think nothing was wrong with that prior to me finding out that it was legal because there's been signs all around, especially in the hood. Fabric. Get your get your credit get your credit get your credit fits. We get this. We get your student loans, bankruptcy, hospital liens removed. But now cooking with, to credit repair because they because what they saw the one when I when I was following him and what turned me off about him. Be quite honest with you, I unfollowed him. The food, I can, I'll let slide. I'll let you slide with that. The one mm-hmm. thing that I don't like about anybody in general, not just him in general, I don't like you posting your your tech stubs, your bank, your bank account ledgers, your this how much money I made. Oh yeah. I don't I don't I don't like that. This how many this how many tickets I sold for my event. This is how many people that I don't like. I don't like none of that. Just let your shit share for itself. That's what turned me off about him from following. That's why I'm following because that's like that's yeah. that's that's doing too much. So now what Go ahead. So, with that said, he was doing what all the influencers, most influencers are doing now. Mm-hmm. Girl, I made this amount of money. You can make this amount of money too. You can spend your, you can do it. Like, why you spend your money on bags and shoes? But you get your LLC. Oh, girl. I'll show you how to get the LLC. I'll get your LLC. Why you doing this? Why you buying crab legs? Why you buying crab legs? Shut up. You could pay me. You could pay me to get the remove remove these old your remove your collections off your bank your um. That's how he was marketing his business. <laughs> now he wasn't doing that, but that's what you see. Oh, girl, it's like you want you want this forex? You want this this bitcoin? Let oh, me them show you how to get it. Them girls, so, girl. But it goes into, <laughs> and I'm not dogging about it. So let me let me. All just aside, it goes into this thing about consumerism, like get like like getting rich quick. Or not only that, hold on, they like anything. uh, Consumers like anything, especially American consumers love anything like any service or any product that makes them feel that they are in a higher class than what they are. Right, like these are dinner parties and shit like that. That makes people feel like something. So that makes that makes people spend their money on something. Hell, the airline industry is the biggest example of that. So but anyway, that's on paper, my bad. <laughs> I, I, like I said again, on paper, you see this. You see this influencer making money, becoming a millionaire overnight, mm-hmm. setting in this product. I girl, I made a million dollars. You can too. Let me clean. Let me clean this shit off. Yeah. So what? So, I, go ahead. No, I'm good. <laughs> so 
so let's go ahead and round this out. <laughs> when um, so like, like go back to the bullying part when I said that he was bullied online. Um, the reason why I said that the bullying like. It was like it was no end. There was no action taken against like what he's been doing until people took the right channels of contacting Airbnb and BB uh the BBB uh Better Business Better Bureau, Bureau and like the uh Fox uh Five Randy Travis did the story. Just the constant online bullying wasn't ever gonna do anything. And so what what happened with the Airbnb thing here recently? This is recent. So all this other stuff, the credit repair, that's all that stuff. He's paid restitution for the credit repair business. That's really nothing to really talk about anymore. Like mm. that's done. Like he did he he paid his debt to that. Whatever you can't hold it against him. Uh, but the recent stuff that's been going on is the Airbnb uh stuff. He hosts his dinner parties at um different Airbnbs. Uh in he's breaking Airbnb policy in uh city ordinance uh by having alcohol at these events and people found out they were they was having alcohol because one of the diabetic aunties made an Instagram and she was talking about this Kool-Aid red drink sangria is kicking in now after she had left the um <laughs> event. And they got yeah. her. They got her. <laughs> they got her on in all the news. They got that. Uh, they got that clip in all the news story. <laughs> I actually, look. The funny thing about it is, before it hit the news, uh, I actually I sent that video to you before it hit the news because I didn't know they were gonna show that. <laughs> it's in all the because, news stories because I sent I had sent you the video. Uh, <sighs> I think one of his dinners, uh-huh. and how. The ladies like, mm. they was like, they was right. the major mom when it's in the food, and the ladies like, oh, this red this red drink got me fucked up, and I'm like, girl, are you gonna? Uh, this is what you putting on? Yes, and so I'm he had me? a he had a Dallas event, and the owner council before um um council before he could host it because she said that he was hosting a commercial size kitchen event, and he blew the electric system. And basically, kind of like messed these people house up allegedly, and the thing was canceled. The homeowner canceled on him, and he put the homeowner cell phone number out, and all his supporters started calling her and stuff. And that's what I'm getting to next is the doxing that he does of the people. Now, I don't really, I don't really have much to say about about the one lady he doxed with her kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And her husband, because this lady had nothing to do with with Darius. She wasn't. She had never been a customer of his. She was just following the online stuff, the online bullying, and she had just took it too far. And he got tired of it. And I can see somebody feeling like the only way I can get this person off my back is to post these pictures of their family. And I I don't know if that's what happened, but I can see that happening. But the other stuff of doxing people who just was not satisfied with your product. Like he sells these um these uh these kitchenware stuff, smaller kitchen appliances and etc. Stuff you can that they say is bought off Amazon and then or they they he buy them and drop like in bulk and then put his label of things on them. Which hey, a lot of people do that shit. Underwear. 
a lot of people. Yes, the under mm-hmm. all the underwear companies that they it's all coming from the same factory. It just got different names on it. Yes. <laughs> it's all coming from Wish. And it's like, you know, and so my thing is that it goes back to what I said earlier about him. Like you have, it seems to you have the following, and you have the people that's wanting to support you. Why not just do right? In my mind, and I'm and let me let me let me clarify this. I am not taking off him. I'm not taking off him by a long shot. In my mind, I think he's thinking that he's doing the right thing. He's not doing anything wrong. If he gets one or two people complaining versus the thousands of people that's buying that support shit. him, yeah. that's buying the stuff and getting the shit. Because okay, because even when I did the little the little deep dive and shit, for every person that complained that bought tickets to his dining with Darius that canceled that didn't get a cookbook they didn't get or they um air fryer blew up there was like a good 15 people that said oh, I had a good time at his thing I'm satisfied I support Darius mm-hmm. all that so it's kind of like what do the you people, do? The, 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 basically, let, let's go ahead and end here. The people who support him, is the people who are against him are louder than the people that support him. But right. there's still enough people that support him to allow him to keep going. And so my thing has always been that I'm not going to I'm not going to give him more no attention. Mm-hmm. From this because he like this this he loves the shit he know how to market the market the shit I give him his props for learn how to market the shit and turn it into another profit I give him that props mm-hmm. even if it's dirty as fuck I give you the props, um, so I just say be careful even not just with him just with any influencer because now everybody's an influencer everybody's trying to sell you stuff be careful about what you do who you yeah. support we're gonna I guess we'll if any other. I don't see what other developers have come to BBB already gave him an F rating and all that stuff. He's banned. They, from, they went. They went. They went after him um, recently in the news. He's, so. he's banned for uh, Airbnb. BB, the 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 Better Business Bureau said that he didn't reach back out for comment to them. Um, so moving along to another um, alleged scammer, BLM founder Patrice Colors. In other mm. scammer news, BLM fa- so BLM Black Lives Matter uh, co-founder Patrice Colors is on the fire for I guess buying homes. Homes, homes. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not all that fuck with. I'm gonna uh, sh- <laughs> shout out to a black guy who tips. I may be a 25 percent um, fucked with with this. Um, let, let me just talk about it. So Patrice Cullors, who claims to be a Marxist, uh, and <laughs> that's a person who feels like there should be no classes amongst the people. Like there should be no class. Everybody basically should live in the same type of housing, have the same type of clothes provided by the government, have the food provided by the government. Everything is just, uh, you know. Like Cuba. You know, like Cuba. Yeah, child. Anyway, okay. that person has purchased four homes since 2016. 
<laughs> and people <laughs> and people are saying that she used I guess people no 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 legitimate reports have came out and said that she used Black Lives Matter funds to purchase these homes because I don't think that she did. Now I will say that um and that's one reason why I don't I'm not as mad because she has written books two books which was New York Times bestsellers. She's had appearances. She's had a deal with Warner Brothers and her estimated net worth is about $5 million. Okay. So, and she bought these homes um, starting back in 2016, I want to say. The first house she purchased in 2016 for $510,000, a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath in Inglewood, California. In 2018, she purchased a four-bedroom, two-bath with a small guest house in South, South Los Angeles for $590,000. Um, in 2021, she purchased a three-bedroom, three-bath um, with a guest house in Topeka Canyon, Los Angeles for $1.4 million. And in 2020, she purchased a three-bedroom house with an airplane hangar, work bitch, in Congress, Georgia. <laughs> in Georgia. She got an airplane hangar in Georgia. <laughs> How about it? So... <laughs> so everybody was so and then, then the other house that they were saying that was actually purchased with the Black Lives Matter money is the um six million dollar home in Los Angeles that everybody is calling the fucking um Black Lives Matter mansion. Now, this is the one that Candace Owens went up to. Now let me just say this about that bitch. Uh Candace Owens, she could be asking all the right questions. And she could be asking the things that we all need to know. But I'd be damned if Candace Owens is going to lead the charge in in trying to uh, find out what happened with Black Lives Matter. Fuck her. So, um, not to cut you off. Uh-huh. Um, I can't think of the, the, the um, publication. But I know a couple months ago that um, this publication did a recent thing with Black Lives Matter because uh-huh. it was Black Lives Matter and I forgot the other thing uh-huh. um, because it came up with D, um, D-Ray, the guy that wear the, the vest and that, that group that he was in and how they broke apart and how money broke that group up and then it's also something with Sean King let me tell you something about, about the money and all this stuff because what I've been seeing on Twitter about this the reason why I think everybody's talking about the houses and all this stuff. Allegedly, and I'm saying allegedly, um, the Black Lives move, Movement, the Sean Kings, the D-Rays and all this stuff have been making money off this stuff and said we raised the funds for this person, this person. Every every Black person that got killed, we raised the money for their family and all this stuff. Mm. Some of the families, and I don't quote them who, said they never received not a, not a goddamn dime from none of these these organizations. See, hold on, hold on, hold on. I must. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get misinformation. But okay, I, don't I know haven't who. heard that. 
it's, I do know Tamir Rice's mama was complaining. And and what I read about Tamir Rice's mama was that she was given the money that was raised for Tamir Rice, and she has since spent it and is now broke again. And okay. she thinks that every time money is raised in the name of police violence, she's supposed to be paid. Okay. So, so that was it. Like I said, I don't know because it's, it's <laughs> the shit that the shit that's been floated on Twitter mm-hmm. for for a minute. So I know there's an issue with um Tamika Mallory that people have an issue with her as well. Um, I forgot who mom said that said based on fuck with her. Um, so they always the only time you ever hear people complaining about these activists is always dealing something with money and that so, lets me know that it's you never really hear you never really hear and it never it's never really like a big talk about oh they didn't do activism right they didn't do xyz right because a lot of them ain't really doing it and that's what's a lot of this shit is coming to a head and that's why a lot of them are fighting because a lot of them activism is a lot of their activism is screaming at white people and marching and stuff and doing all this shit and that stuff didn't result in anything so now they're trying to find their footing in this activism shit and they're going after the people who have found their footing in making money and and and, and listen let me tell you something if you have if, if you was able to make five billion to make a network of five million dollars from appearances and doing things from being an activist, I am not mad at that. I don't think that being an activist should be something that you should have to do for free. If you made money off of that and you decided that you want to buy your uh, your people houses, great. What I have a problem with with, the, with, with this whole situation thing is that um, she allegedly used funds from Black Lives Matter to pay her brother and her baby daddy, which yeah. for services for um, she paid her baby daddy for services for like entertainment services, some type of services, and then she paid her brother for security services. Now granted, the people who found it, they absolutely need security. That's the whole reason why Candace Owens came up to the house, because she knew what the fuck she was doing by putting to by put that lady in danger by showing where the house was. So they absolutely need security. But does it have to be your brother? That's what's his ske- that's where it gets kind of sketchy. Like let's no. just say if you like if you are the owner or if, if you're the mayor or something and I and I have a paint company, you can't slide me all the paint contracts for the city, you know, that's what comic uh Kwame Kilpatrick big fine ass went to jail for. <laughs> so I so I'm so in my mind I'm thinking because when I think of activism and I think a lot of people because we think of Martin Luther King we think of Malcolm X we think of the civil rights leaders of back in the day that didn't necessarily get paid they didn't have the houses and all that stuff that every activist it's a new dawn it's a new, a new day so every, every activist now <laughs> is supposed to be that now with that said um if black lives matter is a i don't know if that profit non-profit i don't know non-profit baby i don't i don't, I don't <laughs> but but if you got, if you're asking where the money, if you ask where the money is going, you have the right to ask where the money is going. You do. However, however, if you're getting 
public appearance fees. You get in, you get in book deals. You get in publishing rights. You get in whatever, whatever outside of that. It's okay because when I saw it, I was like, okay, it does look sketchy. Because yes, everybody's complaining that they're it not looks sketchy, money. but her intentions, I think, are pure. And I and I said this earlier when people were doing the black when Black Lives Matter first came out with uh, Trayvon Martin, um, Aragorn, and all of them again. I think everybody had greater had greater intentions. Like I said earlier about Darius, everybody had greater intentions. We're trying to change the world and all this stuff. However, I think the jealousy kicked in because somebody was somebody got to walk in Rihanna's fashion show, and that's when it all did. started. That's when all the so, beef started for Sean King. When Sean King got invited to that charity event by Rihanna. He's been public enemy number one ever since then. And let me tell you something. I I don't really hate him because recently his latest scam was some hoodies. <laughs> his latest scam was some hoodies. He said that these hoodies was uh, made of all material from black companies and um and, and, and even the shipping was going to be from a black company and he made all these black promises and the hoodie was him smoking a blunt on the front of the hoodie and it was like a hundred some dollars and people actually ordered this shit and talking about they didn't get it i'm so i'm shocked that, that, that's why I'm, at this point i'm like girl get money bitch <laughs> why would you buy that i wouldn't buy that so it comes down to because even with the article with D-Ray it was like because he's because somehow he became the face of this organization everybody else got pissed because he was getting the gigs he was doing Oprah um, he was doing Rihanna's Fenty Beauty I'm making that up I'm just saying <laughs> I got to say Look, he, got, he, got, he got the front one Coach Teller with Beyonce and he got a video game shit Whatever thing that D-Ray was doing, they got mad. And then for the fact that they weren't getting that, then it was like, oh, yeah, he's the one being the face of the company. He's taking all the money. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I, I say this to everybody. If you're going to be an activist, do it for the kindness of your heart. Don't be trying to do activism to get your pockets right. Yeah, but here's the deal. I understand that, but some people are so good at it, and I feel like there's something wrong with them if they if they can get them a coin along with it. It's the ones that don't really have the the, the reach and really should be going down to get them a motherfucking job. And they trying to be activists and they on Twitter trying to make these threads and shit. Them niggas are the ones that to go sit down some fucking where. Because activism to me is not and I say this and oh shit, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say somebody. We gotta get back on Patrice though. <laughs> but, but we don't we 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 gonna we we don't we still gonna be on, on Patrice, but this is the this is the thing I wanna say. Uh-huh. Activism, if you're gonna be an activist, especially everybody that's trying to be a gay activist all of a sudden. Oh girl, let me get started on this shit. So girl, just because you a hoe don't make you a gay activist, but anyway, let me stop. So <laughs> all right, can you you already slut all right? <laughs> that was not slut shaving. That was slut shaving. <laughs> I say this to say activism, if you're gonna do true activism, activism is not gonna necessarily gonna bring you fame, it's not gonna bring you fortune. Activism is something that you do when nobody else is seeing you do it. That's not going to give you publicity. So if you're doing act- true activism, do it because you really want to make a difference. Not because you see Sean King, D-Ray, Patrice, 
being friends with Issa Rae and eating lots of with um with Cardi being all that shit. <laughs> do it because you really want to do it. But so let's get back to the um the so the six million dollar house was recently purchased and they say that that house is a um a Black Lives Matter compound. And, and and they say they're gonna use it for like um you know where black creators can come. There's a sound stage there. You can do it. You can make content. I mean, I get it. And the and, and the house that they bought, it really does look like it has office space in it. It doesn't. It looked like it was previously used for an office, like some type of. It don't look like no one lived there. Like it does kind of look like a you know that type of place something, but it's in a residential neighborhood and. That that house was recently bought. So Black Lives Matter, that foundation raised ninety million dollars um, after George Floyd died. I mean, after George Floyd was murdered, um, they raised ninety million dollars. They didn't even no no no. Let me not even say raise because they didn't even go out and campaign for that money. The money just started flowing into them, and Patrice Cullors called it white guilt money. I mean, which okay. one it was? It, it I mean, is. and and so and they was not prepared to take in that type of money, ninety million dollars. So, so for how them, much? To, huh? Oh, go ahead. So for them to take in ninety million dollars, and they still, I think, on the tax returns I looked at, they still have like more than half of it left, and they they listed everything they did with it, and the biggest thing they bought, I think, was a six million dollar house, and okay. they don't live in the house, and like. She used it one time to like uh, to host her son's birthday party, but she paid a fee to the organization to use the property. So, so this is so this is where my suspicions gonna kick in. Uh-huh. So they raised ninety million dollars for George Floyd. How much did George Floyd family get? I don't know, but I'm sure it's probably. Okay. I'm sure there you can probably find that information. Okay. But I, I didn't just so that so so that so that's so that's the question that I if I was to ask where the money went if I mm-hmm. if I you say you made ninety million dollars. So do you Floyd. think that ninety million dollars should have went to George Floyd because the, because, because see, now you get like Tamir Rice Mama. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. If if so, because, if, no, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. And this is where I know you. I know where you're going with this, but this is where I'm finna go with this as well. If they actually said, "Hey, y'all, we raised the money for George Floyd's family, legal fees, funeral services, dot 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 dot." If they if they said that, they never said that. yes. If they never said that, and they just said everybody just raised money because after George Floyd's death. Motherfuckers, like motherfuckers was, was white people was voluntarily hitting that that donate button on their own without them even saying anything. And also, that's when also hold on, let's get to, let's get to something else. That's also when it, when it, um all this diversity stuff started blowing up. They started making uh, June tea the holiday, and that's how y'all got <laughs> this uh this ice cream. And, and let's talk about that for a second, because. <laughs> As a person that's from Texas, let's talk about Juneteenth for a second. That reminds me, I got to take out Juneteenth. I got to put in my time. <laughs> I want y'all to really shut the fuck up. Because I am someone, I I know me, and I know if my grandma was here living, she would be excited that everybody knows about Juneteenth now. Because when I used to try to tell people about Juneteenth, niggas used to really think I was like on some hotel shit. 
And 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 what people don't understand is like what you getting for Juneteenth, this Juneteenth ice cream and all the shirts and stuff like that is is part of what you ask for. Those are black I guarantee that was a black person idea with that ice cream. It was it's it's it, it's it's the gift and the curse. And what if Walmart would um would have told that black person, well, you know, that wouldn't be a good idea. And then he goes on Twitter and makes threads about how racist Walmart is. <laughs> so it's it's not a it's a day in a lose lose situation with that. So and, 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 and also what someone made what what Rodimus Prom on Twitter made was a good point is that these are companies and they are the only purpose for them is to sell you a product. So inclusion to them is basically including you. And marketing their product. So, I'll say this. Um, <laughs> because, so what I did find out that the flavor that they had for Black History Month, well, not Black History Month, Juneteenth, um, which was Red Velvet Cheesecake, mm-hmm. that it was created by a Black woman, um, Cream Delicious, um, by the way. So, my thing is because they also made a pride ice cream as well. Which was now now this is shady. The prior ice cream was white chocolate flavored with brownies and and cherries. Oh girl. So why why is it white why is it white chocolate? But okay. But um I actually didn't have I wasn't offended by the ice cream flavor. I wasn't offended by I'm like, oh Juneteenth. Okay, cool. All right, that's sweet Walmart. My thing was like, why has it got to be great value? But okay. Because it's wild bar. But you know, know. But, but you know how my grandmother and my my grandmother, my aunts, people in my family, all the older black people that I know um that are in Texas that go to the Juneteenth parade. Do you know how much they would love to be able just to walk in Target, walk in Walmart to get them their Juneteenth shirt? And the funny thing about it is and not have to try to find somebody that's selling Juneteenth shirts that printed them up and stuff like that and try to go like, you know what I'm saying? There used to be a hustle to find Juneteenth shirts. Because Walmart, because um, Target has Juneteenth shirts. They have Juneteenth shirts, they have Pride shirts. Right. And in my mind, I don't think Walmart was being racist with their ice cream. I don't think they was being racist with that. I think that, to me, that's a stretch. Um, I think what it is, and it, it goes into this gen, this not just generation, this society of we want inclusion, but we don't want it that way, right? Because we fought, because everybody fought hard to get Juneteenth a national holiday. I know it was only big in Texas and maybe Louisiana because it, because it wasn't nationwide, and I know Georgia had. Celebration, but it wasn't like a big right. thing like it is night after George most, Floyd. Most people out of Texas would celebrate if there was a um a lot of people um if there was like people who a large number of people who like migrated from the south like people in Chicago Chicago a lot of people in Chicago celebrate um Juneteenth but Chicago ain't nothing but Mississippi and Texas niggas and right. niggas anyway so right. like and same thing like in California Oakland California all that shit but. I forgot what I was saying. I know what you're going. I know what you're going with this because it really wasn't a it wasn't a widespread holiday that black people celebrated. 
Right. Because most of us, I knew what June thirteenth is. Juneteenth is because I re- I read. I was I'm a history I'm a history nerd, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to African American history. But celebrating it for real, I didn't really celebrate it until recently because when it became a national like re- literally after George Floyd's death and Black Lives came. The white guilt, we're gonna make it a holiday. Mm-hmm. Niggas are just embarrassed of blackness, and they are embarrassed when other people that are not black are looking at our shit. And they don't wanna admit that. And I am a black person we, who we is not that, we, who we, is we not embarrassed. Huh? And we and people ain't ready to have that conversation. And and I am a black person who is not embarrassed of blackness and the things that we like. Like so I'm just even, not like and, and, and particularly because being where I'm from, white people like the same shit. So I'm, it's funny that you bring this up because um my friends that had a restaurant they have a restaurant in Kennesaw that was actually owned restaurant Impossible a couple weeks ago. Shout out to them and another group of another gay couple that owns a soul food restaurant mm-hmm. have posted on their social media how people complained. Why soul they they have a quote unquote soul food restaurant? Why every soul food restaurant had to have chicken? Why every soul food had to have macaroni and cheese? Because what people want. And they was like, "What the hell? It's a soul food restaurant." I didn't want to go there. What you said? Why people where I'm from? Why people where I'm from love fried chicken? Why people where I'm from love watermelon? So, girl, what are y'all talking about? So my thing and, is, and hold on, and, and, and that's an internet thing too. Uh, that because because if you just to Twitter, you would think white people can't cook. Now I can't believe I'm sitting up here defending white people. <laughs> I can't, but I mean the white people that I know and white people I'm from, white people can cook. The all the white kids that I knew growing up, because I grew up, you know, white that they, they had two types of mamas. The white kids' mamas was either Paula Dean or Sarah Palin, where I where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Both races, <laughs> both races, but the, but she was either Paula Dean or Sarah Palin, and so I know white people that can cook, and 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 how you think these big cornbread fat ass white boys they be going to the NFL from Texas and shit, be getting drafted from Texas? How they come from? They got Paula Dean mamas at home cooking for them. Oh, they you think white people? You think white people? <laughs> they cooking this bland ass chicken. You would think all this stuff. You this is a... <laughs> but my thing is because I seen it on Twitter too. I, and you're right. To me, and we we never. I I ain't think we actually want to touch this topic on the podcast. It is to me, in my opinion, there is a lot of what y'all call new blacks. Y'all like y'all say that. Hmm. Um, new niggas. That's that that is embarrassed by our culture. They're embarrassed by the history. They're embarrassed by all that traditions. Uh, why y'all gotta let other people in and keep that to uh, all that stuff? Girl, you just, you embarrassed. Like, why are you embarrassed by traditions? Because I even saw people, even though chitlins is slave food, but it is, but it's part of our culture. Let me tell you something. Green, greens every, part of our culture. Every motherfucking culture that, 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 that exists has some type of disgusting food that, well, some type of food that other people consider disgusting. But right. it's only our shit that's the most disgusting. Y'all can kiss my motherfucking ass. I love me a pig's feet. 
bitch. I make too much money to eat PFE now. But girl, please. <laughs> I may, I may, but I but, sure will still eat me a pig feet, bitch. But, but at the with that said, <laughs> it's 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 a thing on social media to me that everybody is like <laughs> everything, like everybody want to be pro black, but they are they are scared of their blackness that they grew up on. Yes. And it's like we need to have this and keep this stuff to ourselves. And we could keep stuff to ourselves. Y'all start going up for the damn mediocre ass white people that get into the culture. But <sighs> oh, I, but I didn't want to go there. My bad. But with Juneteenth, yes, it's the freedom for me. Yeah, that was that was a stretch. That was a stretch on that. But <laughs> that was definitely that a was nigga. A, that was a nigga. That was a stretch. That was that a was stretch. a black woman. But, but they tell me it wasn't. There's was a black woman who thought she was doing something, bitch. She thought she hit him with that one. But, <laughs> but in my opinion, with any any holiday these days, it's gonna be it's gonna be commercialized once it becomes a national holiday. I'm sorry. But you know, everybody on, on Twitter, you would think maybe it's just my timeline. But it's like people complain about the 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 you know, nobody complains about October month and all the pink stuff. Um, nobody complains about other stuff and everything gets celebrated. We celebrate um single uh single Maya. Niggas love a taco Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Like they every culture gets to be celebrated in things, but like except for like ours. Ours can't be celebrated. Yes, I want Target, I want Walmart, bitch. I want everybody to have Juneteenth t-shirts for sale. Call me what you want. I want Juneteenth, bitch, salt shakers. <laughs> I don't want the salt shakers, but I get what you want. <laughs> but because it's because I'm I'm like I'm when I saw the so when I saw the, the Juneteenth Dollar Tree thing, I like bless their heart. It's the Dollar Tree, but hey, we get some we get some things. We asked for this. We asked for we literally asked for this. Like, why are we celebrating Juneteenth? They gave it to us. And you're now at, y'all mad. And you asked it from a company that sells things. So, <laughs> so I'm just like, what the fuck do y'all want? Child. I, I listen, I did not plan on talking about Juneteenth. But <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we did. I'm I glad we did. I wanted, look, I want to talk about Juneteenth, but I'm different. I had to figure out a way to put it in there. But I'm like, ooh, thank you, Jesus. You did it. I okay, did not. Cool. I did not think we was going to end up talking about Juneteenth. I bought the fried chicken. Listen, you know, I like I the, the only thing I don't do, and I will admit this, I don't eat watermelon in front of white people. You don't <laughs> eat what? So, girl, let me tell you something. I don't eat watermelon because it puts a bad taste in my mouth. But I used to eat it, and I think her, so. Let me. This is a this is a horrible story. Not not kind of bad story, but I went to. This is kind of like, and it, it just, it's just it's just a random story. So my cousin had a luau, mm. and they had a roasted pig, like a whole pig, you know, on a stick on a long ass, you know, pole. You know, move roasting. roasting, like on an open fire, like roast pig. And I took a piece of it and it just put this bad taste in my mouth. And I tried to mash that taste with a piece of watermelon and it made it worse. 
And then from that day on, watermelon just puts a horrible taste in my mouth. And I hate it because I used to love me some fucking watermelon. And I remember one time, so one time this lady, um, when I was working at uh, Santander, this lady brought watermelon for Juneteenth. This black lady. And she cut it up in the break room. Bitch, me and her was eating watermelon. Other people was eating watermelon. And you could tell with some black people, like, white people was fucking the watermelon up. And, like, um, <laughs> and, and you could tell with some black people, like, oh, watermelon, like, they're really eating watermelon in the break room. Like, yes, bitch. And then it, 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 that, that story um, is funny because it relates to a story that I heard on another podcast um, about uh, this guy. On Black Guy Who Tips, he was saying that when uh, Rod was saying that when he worked at this place, uh, they had it wasn't for Juneteenth or anything. They just randomly had some watermelon in the break room, and he didn't want to get any because he was embarrassed. And all the white people was eating watermelon, and he said it looked so good. And in his mind, you know, he just didn't want to eat watermelon from the white people. And he was said, and he was saying like, hey, he would never do that again. And I was like. Let my head. I'm thinking, that made me think about the time at Santander when we had the watermelon for Juneteenth. But anyway, that was a random ass story <laughs> about watermelon. But I used to love watermelon. You don't eat watermelon in front of white white people. Love watermelon down. See, that's what I'm saying. Where I'm from, white people love watermelon and fried chicken. I know, I know, but I get it. I get that. I I get that. But so let me clarify this. I don't eat watermelon on a run in front of white people. Meaning I am not finna look like oh, girl. I am not finna I y'all is you not I am not finna look like oh. I am I not finna, you even you even have me look like a piccaninny in front of y'all and look when look, I was little, so, that was like when I was little, that was like when when we have family gatherings or whatever, that mm. was like dessert was watermelon. So family, family gatherings, yes. Other black people, yes. A whole bunch of white people? Absolutely not. <laughs> like not in the either. summertime, watermelon was dessert at the cookout. Like that was. <laughs> you you you're not finna, you're not gonna have me looking in like a nigga in blackface eating watermelon in front of y'all. And and I know Louis listening to this. I know Kelly's listening to this. I'm sorry. I am not gonna be. I am not gonna be that person. That's why I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line. Girl, look at the cones. They be cooning for you. I am not eating that watermelon. Oh, look at the cones. Oh, no, Ron. I mean, I am absolutely not. Okay. Ciao. If I still ate watermelon, I I sure will. But you know, another random story. I used to like love fruit. Like love fruit. And I still can eat fruit, but there are still some fruits other than watermelon that put a bad taste in my mouth. And <laughs> somebody told me that it's God punishing me because when I, I used to work at Kroger when I was in high school, mm. like when I wanted to, I worked like girl maybe eight hours out of the whole week. And um, <laughs> but out of those eight hours, I stole so much shit from that store. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, niggas. Listen, right so now. I remember. So <laughs> my mama one time was like, "Thank you for this stuff, but stop stealing from that goddamn store." And so I stopped bringing like the good shit home. Like I was steaks, fish, 
all the shit. Girl, I, my homie in, in, in the meat market used to like um, weigh the fish at like twenty five cents a pound and all that stuff. So we. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I used to steal so much fruit. And um, someone told me that's like God put that bad taste in my mouth. That's punishment from stealing all that fruit from Kroger. Lord. Okay. But anyway, let's move along to some more interesting shit. Inter- interesting shit. A woman accused of performing oral sex an oral sex act in Duval County Courthouse has been arrested. Duval County. Duval County. I think that's in Florida. Yes, the home of the drag queens. Child. The woman accused of performing a sex act inside the Vaughn County Courthouse, then posting a video of the sex act, has been arrested. Brittany Lachelle Jones, 26, was booked into the Duval County um, Jail Wednesday night, according to jail records. Officers were called to her home in the 80, I'm not going to say her address, um, t- um, about 9.30 p.m. to assist a bail bonds worker serving arrest a warrant, according to the sheriff's report. Jones and Jeremiah Isaac Robinson, 35, both had warrants for a charge of an unnatural or levacious <laughs> act, according to the sheriff's office. Jones is also charged with the marijuana possession. Authorities uh, started investigating after video surfaced on social media showing a man receiving oral sex from a woman in front of what appears to be a courtroom back in January. Jones had been in the courthouse for an arraignment for a drug uh, paraphernalia arrest, according to court records. She pleaded no contest and was sentenced to time served. Um... The message on Twitter account said, um, found a way to get my charges dropped. Shh, don't tell. And then she posted a video of her giving head inside the courthouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this only fan. Sure. What you got to say about these only fans girls? These 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 content creators, <laughs> these collabers. <laughs> What's in that story? <laughs> move, move, look, moving right along. What's the next story? Do you think right the security cameras are gonna catch them in a motherfucking courtroom? <laughs> <sighs> oh, bye so. Bye. <laughs> you don't have to say about that, Edge of the Yee. No, move right along. So, <clears throat> next story. A man dies of heart attack while trying to bury his girlfriend's body after he murdered her. Bitch, the nerve of you. That's what you. That's karma. Girl, that's girl, karma. The ner- That's what you get. You know what? That's, that's, that's what you. That's what your ass get. That's karma. I find myself telling Gizzle that a lot. That's what your ass get. <laughs> He died. He died. He had a heart he, attack. He died. Yes. While trying to bury her body after he done killed her. So, police say Joseph McKinnon uh, strangled Patricia Ruth um, then died after, of a heart attack after burying her body in the yard. A South Carolina man is dead after a sheriff uh, says he collapsed from a heart attack while digging a pit to bury his girlfriend, not even wife, his girlfriend after killing her. Joseph McKinnon told a neighbor in Trent, South Carolina, that the hole was creating, the hole he was creating in his yard was meant for a water feature to enhance his garden. <laughs> 
But when a different neighbor subsequently spotted McKinnon, who was 60 years old, laying face down and motionless beside the pit on Saturday morning, police was called. <laughs> <sighs> No one else at the home. No one else at the home. Deputies set out to um, locate and alert uh, McKinney's next of kin. Um, authorities searching for McKinney's uh, living girlfriend, Patricia Ruth, 65, tried to reach her at her workplace only to learn um, that her co-workers had been texting her with no response since 730 that morning, uh, which was in, uh, extremely not like her. Everybody was concerned, and yeah. So this man killed his uh, girlfriend and tried to bury the body. And while buried the body, his ass croaked over from a heart attack. But isn't that ironic, girl? What they be saying, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Mysterious ways, hmm. baby. You know, <laughs> Christians love saying that. <laughs> That's all I can say. Look, I don't have to stay from. Moving right along, too. Moving right along. So, now, so the next story, I don't. If we talked about this, listeners, let us know or something, but um, we're going to talk about the Don Lemon thing. So, Don Lemon was uh, accused of sexual assault. Did you know that back in 2019? Yeah. 2018? Yeah. And I'm actually. Shot that we didn't talk about this. Maybe we did, and neither one of us remember. I don't think it's been so long ago. But I, I would remember talking about my lemon cakes. So, because <laughs> we talked about him when Oh Boy threw him under the bus, right? We did talk about that, right? When uh, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, girl, child. Whew, she was draining. I was going to talk about her, but girl, she drained. Anyway, so the man that accused of Don Lemon of assaulting him in New York, uh, in the New York bar three years ago, has dropped his lawsuit against the CNN host, um, announcing he's backtracking on his allegation after taking a deep dive into his memory. <laughs> what does that mean? Listen, right. <laughs> Dustin Hyde sued Lemon in uh, um in August 2019 for an alleged 2018 incident in which he claimed that Lemon put his hands down the front of his shorts and vigorously rubbed his genitalia, removed his hand, and shoved his index fingers in the middle of the plaintiff's mustache and under his nose. Mm, kinky. Very kinky. Very kinky for Mr. Lemon Cakes. Fast forward to earlier this month, this man is saying, um, I don't know, maybe that didn't happen. <laughs> His attorney, Robert Barnes, released a statement announcing the news. Um, after um, a lot of inner reflection and a deep dive into my memory, I have come to realize that my recollection of the events that occurred on the night in question when I first met CNN anchor Dan, Don Lemon were not what I thought they were when I filed this lawsuit, um, his statement read. As a result, I'm dropping the case. And the judge ordered him to pay uh, my lemon cakes $77,000 in sanctions. In turn fees? Mm-hmm. Pay up, that's, bitch. That's interesting. 
pay my lemon Inter- case. That's interesting because do you think that boy was paid off on the side? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Because like- you don't be- because you don't because you don't file a lawsuit. Hmm. Say somebody assaulted you, then say you know what. I don't recall that actually happening now that I think about it. Something that specific. A motherfucker took my hair and put it down my pants and vigorously rubbed my genitalia and then put it up under my nose for me to smell it. And like she like you Grace Jones and Boomerang with them panties. <laughs> right. So and I'm and I'm a, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm not saying that Don Lemon actually did it, but I but working in insurance. And doing the type of insurance that I, I cut. Spoiler alert: the comments. This is the type of insurance that I do. Uh-huh. Um, dealing with celebrity shit too. Uh-huh. You, so I'm. It might be a chance that Don Lemon actually didn't do what he said he do, but he was just like, "I'm tired of doing this shit." I right. pay you just, just to say, "Leave me alone." Get up out of here. Get, the, get leave. Get the fuck out of my face. Get this. But at the same time, the money that Don Lemon allegedly probably gave him, Don, he probably had to give it back. <laughs> Because of attorney fees, but um, but that kind of, it's it's kind of odd that you you specifically said that this shit happened. And like you know what? Never mind, girl. I lied. It was it was the Casamigos. <laughs> Ciao. So last thing that I want to talk about. Have you heard about uh, your thug and them and these Rico charges? You know I live in Atlanta, so you know I heard. Let me you just know, say you, this. You know, you know, you, you know, you know, you know, Atlanta is shook. It's Let me just say this. And I know people get mad at me, but I think, I think Young Thug is so fine. Y'all, y'all know I love me a tall, skinny, ugly nigga. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I think Young Thug is sexy. I'm sorry, um, but um, yeah. But let me just uh the Rico charges, they have been uh uh accused of Rico and I think now I think I um know why they allegedly have been charged with Rico. Okay. And I have uh, This is our you know this you know this is our brand for us, right? What's our brand? I'm talking about young thug. Oh shit. Oh. No, it's a um Something that happened, child. I'm uh, the, the Rico. This is important, girl. What happened? Okay. Rico charges. Let me. Oh, it, it's a video. video. Let me tell you what happened with <laughs> this. Oh, is this why, video. This okay. is a video. What I'm about to play is a video of Young Thug, and this is why he's been charged with Rico. I don't even have sex every day, right? So, okay, just say yesterday I woke up like five in the evening. I took a bath at five thirty. Today I woke up at two. So I took a bath at two. So that means I just took a bath 12 hours ago. Every time I wash, every time I take a bath, my chest, my body be clean. But every time I wash my dick, it be dirt on the on the rag. But I ain't had sex. I ain't did nothing. I ain't even had, I ain't even shit. I'm just really just, I just go chill. Might go to the home, to Duke spot, chill. Then come home, go to sleep. Next day I wake up, take a bath, my dick be dirty. It always be dirt on the top, on the rag. What the fuck? I, just, I think I just got a permanent dirty dick. So, <laughs> y'all heard it here on Punks on the Pressure Podcast. That is why Young Thug is on Rico charges 
for um, getting on camera and talking about how he has a dirty. Now, if y'all would listen to that, what does you not shouldn't have to do with dirt being on the rag when you wash your dick? Why would shit be on your dick from you shitting? Is it that big and is it sitting back there? Or like, what? what's he, girl? Like, what? I, I... I'm, you on your own with this, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny. You ain't got to add to it. I really thought it was funny. That is not why that man is on Rico charges. He wish it was. But <laughs> cuz he's about this, to go to jail. This, 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 this is this is the part of the show I am about my Angela Yee. Privilege. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And that's I I am about my Angela Yee privilege. <laughs> will you say that's not like us to talk about that we, girl we were not going to talk about that because I don't even know what our Rico entails or anything I just told them niggas I just told them motherfuckers make way too much goddamn money to be involved in criminal shit that's it so I don't have no I'm mean he did a video on how dirty his dick is and I'm he not, decided to enter in the world and, and, that and, and, and if you could, I'm going to post, the, I'm going to retweet the video on our Twitter um, timeline. So go on the Twitter timeline and see it so y'all can see how sassy it was. Is, is that from Tuckin? It was very sassy, huh? Is that from Tuckin? What? His dick, his dick got shit on his dick I don't know. But you, know, the, you just kind of like ruined the fantasy, girl, talking about your dick dirty. But anyway... <laughs> I mean, it's probably just sweat, girl. Why would you get online and say that it's probably just sweat? That's all it is. Uh, I, I, all right. <laughs> move around. <laughs> like, you, want, you want to move on? Yes. Oh, Asking for right. a friend this week. <laughs> Asking for a friend. So, Real Housewives of Atlanta is back, bitch. Yay. And, I'm so excited. Oh, bitch, I'm very excited because this season is good. Don't even act like it's not. Yay, I'm so excited. You, you see the excitement in my voice. This season has been very good to me, and I um and I am actually enjoying it. And asking for a friend this week is, um, what Real Housewives of Atlanta cast member would you like to see return? Um, I want one of the OGs to come back, to be quite honest with you. Um, Kim. No, definitely not her. Um, I want to see. What I want to see a, a non-black woman in the mix, though. I ain't gonna lie. Ah, because um, it was a rumor that she's supposed to be coming back. She was supposed to come back a couple of seasons ago. Um, just to see how she's navigated now. Um, just let us know. And maybe. And I would, and maybe catch up with Lisa Wu. Lisa Wu as a friend of the show. Lisa Wu definitely should come back to the show. I could definitely see Lisa Wu coming back. Um, my fave is back, Sheree. I don't care what y'all say about Sheree. I like Sheree. Um, I love, I love me some Sheree. I so we always my, talk I, about Bunny and stuff, but we never talk about where Sheree get her money from, and I love it. We, we I don't <laughs> think we don't care. Do we don't like what I'm saying? We don't care. <laughs> we don't think we don't care. So the thing, so I would say this. The first few episodes, the first few seasons when Sheree was first on Real Housewives, 
I was like, I'm not feeling her. She's not this like the first first three she was be my face. She she I was not feeling her. It was like too too much. When she came back the first time mm. with her and Marlo, I like because I don't know what's I don't know what's changed, but somehow Sheree became cool. She wasn't being extra. She wasn't being doing things too much. It was just like cool, laid back, homegirl. So ever since that time, I was like, oh, I love Sheree. So then I will admit, I was not going to watch this season of Real Housewives. I'm like, last last season was horrible. I, I ain't really feeling it because the two people that I do like on the show is no longer there. I ain't gonna watch it because even last season was horrible. But when I heard Sheree was coming back, I like, oh yes, I have to watch it for her. Mm-hmm. Now the funny thing about it was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. people people joked on her, but I thought it was a smart ass move. Mm-hmm. One Pride, Sheree was at one our Pride parade at Pride one year mm-hmm. at the festival. So for her meet and greet. You had to pay five dollars. She charged five dollars. So at the time, I was like, Deborah Cox told me charging nobody five dollars to meet her at Pride. <laughs> See, <laughs> Trina don't charge nobody five dollars to meet her at Pride. So, but I was like, okay. I like girl, what? But I like that's a smart ass move because everybody gonna ask about her damn she by charade. They wanna they gonna want to take a picture. Let me charge you five dollars mm. because I ain't really working right now for real. Let me get this five dollars and bitches pay. I didn't pay for it, but bitches did pay. They complained. Five dollars. But they they paid. So I was excited Work, to charade. <laughs> I was excited to charade this season. Um, but um, as I was telling Ron earlier, I'm not feeling this, I'm not feeling this season. And it's not because of the drama, because it's not it's not because there's no drama, because there's no drama. Um, I'm just not feeling the storylines of the gay husband storyline again. I'm not feeling the whole five assistants that we don't know what exactly what you're doing with five assistants thing. Girl, don't get me started on Drew. I listen, I'm not feeling. I'm not. I'm not feeling that. I will say this: we're fourteen. We're we're fourteen seasons into this show. It's not gonna be what it once was. But I think I get that. It. It's still good. And Drew, let me go ahead and get on her real quick. Since since, since we're here with, with all the assistance. My assistance not even her thing. We don't even know you yet. And you came into this shit with marriage drama. And I can't really root for you because I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 marriage drama should be your fourth, fifth season. Like, girl, let, y- y'all should have showed something else. I don't want to see this shit, which y'all, it, it, girl, no. But <laughs> I will say this. It's, it's very, it's very, I'm making this, because what I get from, what I get from them is like, y'all don't really like each other. Y'all really stand it. Y'all, it's really just a job. Because ain't no way in hell that this man is going to tell me some shit about me, going to dog me out on national TV. And I'm going to sit down and allow that. I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be that. And then I'm not going to be, I can't see myself being on national TV, having an assistant, assistant, tell assistant, my business. Talk about my, my business. 
talk about my husband and it, I'm gonna sit it, there and let and still he's gonna still gonna be there. And if he is full of shit. But one thing I will say, I have been watching a, some a lot of Atlanta based shows lately and including Candy in the Game, which is actually my favorite show on TV. It's off right now. But I really, 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 really enjoy Candy in the Game. Why are you looking like that? <laughs> it, was, it was so refreshing. It was so like easy to watch. It was just so like it was the really drama was it. the drama was so the drama was so light and family like and so like just it was so refreshing. It, I really enjoyed that show. And I really hope it comes back. They say it's coming back. It probably is because Candy Candy is Bravo gold to me. Mm. Meaning that every show that Candy has done for Bravo has been even if even, even people talking about the ratings was horrible this with Candy in the game, y'all still talk about it. It was good. Y'all she still talk about spin-off. it. And I will y'all... say when they uh when her and Todd then went to this uh this house, this condo in this last episode, that was them shopping around for their um home improvement show with Bravo. Right. <laughs> so Candy, and I think Candy got another got another show with Escape in SKV. Child, I, I don't think I want to see that. Child, you know y'all y'all over forty gays love SWV. You show sure <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. You know you I love sure making. Do. You know I love making over forty jokes. <laughs> we show. We show. And I'm only a, and I'm only a couple years from it. <laughs> Look, we show. We show do love us on SWV. Love, Y'all love, love Miss Coco. We do love us a Coco, yes. But what, what but, I'm gonna uh, say about the about the Atlanta shows recently I've been watching, it has really, really like maybe be like, okay, I really want to go spend a year in Atlanta. Really? Yes. I enjoy y'all are so fucking tainted on Atlanta, and don't bring that shit over here to me. I enjoy Atlanta. And, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live there forever. I don't plan on retiring in Atlanta. I'm just gonna move there for a year. But no, I am I am I have traveled enough, and I'm well traveled enough to know that there's nowhere that I really want to live permanently but Dallas, Texas, DFW area. I do know that, so I'm not going to Atlanta to stay. It's just to say, oh girl. I used to live in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I work from home. Might as well. If I can find, I, I'm looking for a little townhouse rental or something. Maybe some with a yard for Gizzard. You know, I got to look out for my nigga now. So we gonna. Oh, let me I, go back. I'm expanding my. I'm expanding my my, my my living situation outside of Midtown. Now, let when I move. So, so let me bitch? go back. Talking about the Girl tainted. what? Girl what? Tainted. Oh, you going back to that? I am not, <laughs> like I am not tainted by. I am not just you, but some girls are. Some girls, some girls are. So and a lot of y'all, and a lot of girls that live there are. So I put it like this. For me, I've been here 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to move. I actually wanted to move to Dallas. Mm-hmm. But my thing has always been 
I'm going, I want to move somewhere that I don't, I want to experience something different, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So at so at the time when I was thinking about moving to Dallas, and it was maybe years ago, I want to say probably 2012, 13, 14, when that window came out. That's the only thing I remember. Um, it was before everybody migrated to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that all the Atlanta girls all of a sudden got on the Underground Railroad for gays and discovered Dallas. So I was like, shit, I might as well just stay fucking here. This because is at, Go ahead. Because at that time, Dallas, what a lot of people don't know, um, Dallas was cheap to live. The cost of living was great, but it was cheap to live at that time. And they had jobs because I looked. They Galore. had high-paying jobs. Galore. They had high-paying jobs. Why the so, fuck you think I ain't never moved? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, cut, so cut to... Five years that everybody all of a sudden like, oh, I moved to Dallas, I moved to Dallas, I moved to Dallas. Every Atlanta bitch that moved to Dallas, all of a sudden I'm like, bitch, I was trying to leave y'all asses because y'all, <laughs> and here y'all go. But a lot of people that have lived here, for the most part, I'm probably one of the few people that have lived here a long time that still enjoy Atlanta for what it is. Because I every time I, even though I hate the reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I do hate the reality TV shows. And okay, so I'm not basing my move on Atlanta on reality TV shows. You know, no, I've been I, there. I, 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 and I, I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, understand, <laughs> I understand that. But I love the fact that if I see something on TV, that oh, I go there. Oh, that's what such and such is. Mm-hmm. Like even some stuff, some stuff like that. And I know a lot of people dog Atlanta out because gay shit, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. It's That's why I love it. There is nowhere, like, like, there is nowhere else, like, and I feel like, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not trying to, like, act like, oh, I'm this, I'm that, but I feel like in so many ways, I have, like, so outpaced Dallas, and I want to I move somewhere where I feel like a city is going to give me I ain't gonna say a challenge, but it's gonna give me other girls to run with. No, because the thing, and, the thing and, about and, it and, is, and the only two cities I could think of was New York and Atlanta, and I'm and I'm just leaning more towards Atlanta than New York. Because even I would say this, because even we had a discussion with other people, Atlanta is still top, it's still top tier as the kids say when it comes to gay life, black gays, blacks striving. Black gay striving, mm-hmm. still top tier. No other city, probably DC, maybe Houston. But when it comes to black, any black excellence, quote unquote, black excellence is still gonna yeah. be Atlanta. Part and bank, period. Even with the housing market going up and apartments going up, it's still relatively cheap to get a big ass house here. Yeah, I still enjoy Atlanta because. Ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to live here. Yeah. I always want to work in entertainment. And to me, this is this is a dream come true. Yes, I would love to have moved to Dallas. I would love to have moved anywhere else. But at the end of the day, especially with my family being close to where we where we had established a relationship and all that mm-hmm. stuff, I'm glad I'm still here. Yeah. Now I might be moving in a couple of years to somewhere else because I'm like, okay, I've been in Atlanta, I want to do this, I want to live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I say to everybody now, including you, any gay motherfucker that want to move to Atlanta because y'all want to be gay, mm-hmm. don't move here because you want to be gay. Because 
truth be told, you be gay small, small town USA, you gonna find your you can have your little boyfriend y'all could dance to. You could dance to Kiki Shepard or who the fuck the blue hey, you know, is. It, it's funny you hit on that because I know for I know everybody, the people who are the the few people who I really take like um I guess the person in my life who I call my mentor. Mm. He's telling me to go to New York. And I'm like, I get that. And and I, I and I feel I do feel like I should I should be going to New York. You know what I'm saying? Like a mm. lot of people especially the comedy scene they have moved from new york you know it's it's i can get my foot in there and you know kind of like you know moving around the club scene or whatever and i'm like i really need to go to new york instead of go to atlanta but i don't know i i i really think it's the um just the uh, Atlanta, I think, is more like home. New York, especially with me having a dog. When I when I go to New York, all the dogs look miserable. Like, yeah. I don't want, I don't want that for Gizzard. Like Gizzard has that now. Like I kind of want Gizzard to have a um a yard or something. Like I can't afford a yard in New York. <laughs> you so can't listen. <laughs> So you know that's, but you know I, you know whatever. I mean he'll be he already a city dog. He may have to stay a city dog, but we'll see. So, but, and it's it's one of the it's one of the things that um that you just got to be on try for yourself. Even just move to a different city in general from yeah. your hometown is just a challenge with itself yeah. within itself. Yeah, and my thing is like, I, of course, I live in Houston. Like, I've never lived like out of state, and it's really because I've never had a reason to move outside of the DFW area. Like you said, jobs, schools, whatever I wanted to do, you can do. You can do it here in DFW area. Some people have to move away from where they from to go to college to be a doctor to be this to be a lawyer whatever profession you could think of pretty much for entertainment I did. you can I did. do it in dallas so I that's did. What, so and yes and that's one reason why i people like well you never really moved well, i moved down to houston for a little bit but i never really like moved out of the area because it was like niggas move here for a better life why would i move out this bitch <laughs> right only thing I will say that yes, the cost of living is going up. Yes, everybody is every club is closing down, even straight clubs. I will say that. But at the same time, to me, it's always been okay. Yes, there's racism, of course. It's the South. Uh, it's the South. Um, and I'm saying that so I'm like, I'm saying that so nonchalantly, like, oh shit, this every day. But what other place? In United States, outside of D.C., that you see black people striving, no other place. Maybe Houston, maybe D.C., but it's always it's going to be around. So, with that said, are you ready to wrap this show up? Yes, girl. Who are you shooting your shout out to this week, bitch? I swear, I didn't <laughs> ever think about this until the show until it comes up. Right. I'm sorry because I totally forgot about that. But um, that's really, um, I mean, um, right? I it, it's so funny because we, I I never think about this honestly until we get to it. Do you know who you're shooting your shout out to? Yes, I'm now now that 
on top of my head. Um, I am shooting my shout out to um the couple that I met that I talked about earlier. I'm not gonna say their names. Um young bucks, youngins. Um, I gave them the story about older lamps because they were talking about there's nowhere to go. Uh, we came to none because we heard us propagate. I'm like, baby, y'all missed that by two years. So <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> Like y'all, y'all came two years, ten years too late. But shout out to them. Support for the babies. Uh, I am going to shoot my shout out to. I am going to shoot my shout out to Gizzard since we talked about him today. Oh, Gizzard. And uh, just shoot my shout out to Gizzard for being a good dog for not turning my house up. Like just being like overall like really really a good dog and like is he alive? Huh? Is he alive? Right, because you don't hear him right. Yes. Exactly. He probably somewhere asleep. He ran here somewhere asleep. <laughs> and okay. um and, and so and, and usually like, you know, he just wanna cuddle and it's, it's probably only gonna get um like he's only gonna get better when especially when I get them nuts chopped off. <laughs> and he only <laughs> listen. He only gets when he gets neutered, so he'll get better or whatever, and gets more calmer. He just like jumping up on people and like, you know, he like he just like got this attitude like, girl, I know I'm cute and I know everybody wanna play with me, and it's like, girl, let's walk, let's walk, bitch. I'm <laughs> pissed so we can get out, so we can get back upstairs, so I can get back to work. Hell. <laughs> me i'm beautiful i find myself talking to this dog like i'd be like gibson i gotta work don't you like food don't you like um <laughs> don't you like toys and <laughs> like don't you like don't you see this don't you see this curly hair listen right before we got ready to record <laughs> i said i'm gonna take you out in a minute give me about an hour 15 minutes like i literally told this dog that <laughs> how could you not how could you not want to be? How could you not want to look at me? Don't you see? Don't you see this curly brown hair? Listen, that is exactly his attitude. Like, girl, everybody don't want to play with you. And, and, and I hate that I got the most like one of the dog breeds that is friendly for like that is known for being friendly. So I want the most friendliest dog breed to not be friendly, and that's not working <laughs> out. <laughs> but anyways. Whew. This made it fun. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up on tw- um on Twitter at Punks Pod hashtag Pod Punks. You can hit me up on my Twitter at Wisdom underscore Stature. Jimmy, where they can find you at? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and I got the young bus teach me how to do TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Girl, you gotta show me, bitch, when you learn, girl. Give shit, give me two months. <laughs> <laughs> Not two months. <laughs> But you can find me at Grab Your Jimmy on both Twitter and Instagram for right now. All right, bitch. Bye.